Playwright, author Adamov, once said, A stage play ought to be the point of intersection between the invisible and visible worlds. Isn't that like Christianity? We're living in a visible world with the reality of the invisible. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Today, we talk with members of Christ Memorial Lutheran Church who are so beautifully combining theater and faith in a masterful production. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legute, and this is Action in Ministry. Many of us might be familiar with a drama ministry in a church, members acting out a skit or a play to reinforce a message or theme. But Christ Memorial Lutheran Church in South St. Louis County is taking a drama ministry to a professional level, even reaching out to the community to come and join them. Joining us to share about this production ministry are Larry Jost and Diane Miller. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Really glad to be here. Larry, I think what stands out with this ministry is that it's not just for church members or attenders. Does this production ministry begin as a drama ministry? We started actually as a community outreach uh, when we moved our church to the new location, and we wanted to get the community to know that we were there, and that kind of got us started. How did it start to transition into something bigger? I think the initial success surprised us. We did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and we had about 2,000 people come, which was a lot more than we thought we would. More than you were expecting. A lot more than we were expecting. (laughs) Then we did that another year, and we had the same kind of turnout. And I think at that point, we saw this as a ministry direction that had to continue. It It had some legs of its own, and... It was really bringing community to see that the church was not just physically in the community, but cared about the community. What were some of those early discussions like as you noticed that people were responding to to your productions that you were putting out? Um, How did you guys develop goals? Like, what did you talk about? Um, How did you try to meet the challenges of, of being able to serve these larger numbers of people than you were expecting? Fortunately, the facility itself accommodates a lot of people and is flexible. That helped us to be able to expand the ministry a bit in terms of the technical and accommodating aspects of doing theater. Of course, we we have a lot of limitations, too. But but I think that helped us to see that we could do more. We could do bigger productions. We could do more complicated things. Diane, I know you do the artistic side. Yeah. um, One of the limitations we do have is just sets. We don't have much of a wing. I mean, when we built the building, we didn't really have in mind theater and drama ministry. It was, you know, ministry, church ministry, having your church services. And so we've had to work around um, those limitations, but God has been so good about um, the things that he has allowed us to figure out. Do you physically launch the productions in the same space where your church worships? Yes, yeah, we do. Oh. And so we have to transform that space over a span of about eight weeks. And the church is very gracious as they see a set being built and things changing. And it's it's really a wonderful synergy that we have with the church and the, the um, production team as we do that. It's really great. 
You mentioned you had um, thousands of people come to see your first production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream. Right. Like that, that accommodates a pretty large cast. Do you normally have a lot of people who participate um, in on stage and off stage with the productions as well? It's very large. Um, they make fun of me. In the last two shows, I directed myself, and they made fun of me because I said, this is going to be smaller. Yeah, you we promised. Are, you we promised. are not going to have a huge cast. And I casted 70 people, and I'm like, well, oh. that's smaller than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> okay, but I needed this many people. <laughs> so, a small cast of 70. Small cast of 70, yeah. Um, the productions that are being done are well known for their professional qualities. And um, I'm wondering what it takes for a church to put on a, a production of this magnitude. Maybe, Larry, you can speak to the technical side of that. For the You talked a little bit about sets, but maybe the sound design and the light design and everything, too. Yes, we have a, a fair number of volunteers from both inside and outside of the church who come and help us with those aspects. And, again, fortunately, we have the facility that allows us to have a lot of the technical aspects. We have a lot of microphones. We have a lot of lights. But, you know, having the equipment is one thing. But being able to use it is a whole other thing. <laughs> and unfortunately, we have relationships also with other theater groups and people from other theater groups who've had experience in these things. And we come together and learn from each other and develop a better product, if you want to call it a product, uh, through those synergies and through those relationships. So I think just as we want to do more, God provides us people and they can do more. Uh, Diane, you helped uh, a lot in forming some of those bonds because you work with other community theater groups early on. Right. And then those people and, and our people work together and develop a better solution. Yeah, because it's, it's all about building the relationships. So I was doing community theater outside of our own con community theater group and, and Christ Memorial Productions doing shows and meeting people who – love theater who have these talents and like hey you know you like to do lights can you come and do lights for us and and we learn so much from them it's been it's been uh, both sides working with each other learning from each other so we didn't learn all this on our own we were blessed so much with the people that have come forward for each show it seems like a different group of people come to to audition and I'm surprised, like, I don't know half these people, and God just brought them there because we needed them. But then with the production end, like what you're talking about, technically, he's provided us with so much talent. and Right. Non-members and members non -members that and members. come in and do things. Yeah. Non-Christians and Christians, both. You talked so. a little bit about um, community theater in your area. Um, does your area really look at Christ Memorial Productions as a community theater entity of its own? Like, where do you source, like, do um, actors come from? Do do yes. uh, do your costumers come from? Yes, they absolutely do see us as a separate community theater group. And um, we work with different people in different community theaters. And then we actually ask them, say, I met Kevin Jones. He's a fantastic director. He does costumes. He's a really dear friend of mine that I've met through another community theater. And he's fantastic at costuming. And so, and I asked him if he would do the costumes for this next show. Or I did, he did the costumes for the last show. And then he brings in his friends that he knows and, and some of the people that I know. And then they work together to create these beautiful costumes. And it's it's really, really fantastic. I love the relationships that we're building through just a love of the same thing. 
Yeah, I really hear yeah. the like the hands of Christ Memorial being able to reach out into the community with this project. Um, how does the church get involved with it? Are there a lot of people from the congregation that are a part of the productions and um, on stage, off stage? Yeah, I think it, for the cast, I think it's generally about a third. A third of them of yeah. the cast is members. And a third is usually people who've come again from a previous show. And about a third, usually, are people we've never seen before, which is a really nice combination because then when you're doing the shows together, you've got sort of a base of people from each of these different aspects of Christianity, church relationship, experience with us. And and it makes for a a really a wonderful partnership Uh, and a community. I mean, community theater... This really is community theater in yeah. more ways than one. It's in the community, but it's also a community of people that are just brought together to create this this element of theater. And the church itself um, provides a space. The people at our church allow us, like I said before, to tear this place apart and put it back together over a course of eight weeks. And and we do also have people that don't want to be on stage at our church. They help us backstage. They help us with props. And it may not only be people from our church, but friends from different community theaters, too. We've had different costumers come in. Um, we've had different people help us with props that aren't members of our church. It's all over. It's really fantastic. We're not confined to just the walls of our church it just goes out and it's wonderful okay i I have to ask when you you say you you go you go into the space and you tear it down and put it back together into this space Mm -hmm. of quite literally you're set together for a show (laughs) um what happens with worship does the church come in and worship um you know uh, you said your current show that you're you're working on is Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Um, does the congregation worship in Oz? <laughs> no, actually, what <laughs> yeah, we do, green. what we the do, try, green. we we well, are lucky we because the ceiling and the wall, chairs are green. They are so. actually green. No, but that's true. <laughs> we okay. So, for instance, I've done the set design for the last three years, and what I really try to keep in mind is the space and how it's going to need to be converted back into a church on the weekends. Um, sometimes there's things I can't move. Last week, last year we did um, Meet Me in St. Louis, and so I essentially had to build a two-story home, Victorian home, on the stage area that, that we perform from. And we do have something called a scrim. It's a curtain that is halfway deep in our staged area and I could close that so they didn't actually see the house I don't want them to see the set before the show honestly but that way you can close that off and then create put the altar there so they don't actually see the whole set until it gets really close and then we close the curtains so they don't actually see it in church because we do have a very flexible space but I do have to actually build there in the space something that's not movable so it takes some Appropriate design to fit the space and accommodate the needs of the space. Exactly. So it's the physical aspects of the space plus the usage functions of the space. Yeah. Both have to be accommodated in the the design phase. Exactly. And so right now I have, for The Wizard of Oz, I've already created a 3D model um, out of foam core that's to scale. And I've got my pieces and I know how I'm going to be able to fit them in here and where I'm going to store them at certain times. So And when I'm going to start building them so that I can start putting them in the space. Wow. (laughs) On the flip side of that, um, being aware of the fact that you were launching a production in a church space, also this production company 
is a ministry, right? Yes. Um, how do how do you fit those pieces together? How does how does the production company being a ministry impact some of the decisions that you make about the shows that you put on? It definitely limits which shows we can do. <laughs> does it? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. I mean, we always go fam- family friendly. Obviously, um, the elders review the scripts. I mean, we make sure it's appropriate mm-hmm. for a church setting. Which again does limit the choices, but there's plenty of choices out there that fit that that scope, and that that's also really good because it means the community knows that they can bring their kids, they can bring their family, they can bring whoever, and it's it's going to be safe uh, from things that they may not want to have their children experience in the theater. Uh, and the ministry aspect of it is. Um, the way we look at it, anything can be a ministry as long as you've done it for the glory of God. And so as we approach everything, we do it prayerfully. I mean, even our rehearsals, every rehearsal, we begin with a prayer. I mean, there's people there that don't even know the name of Jesus, but they hear a prayer every time they come. And we're very unapologetic about being a church. We are a church, and we expect people to be respectful, and we, we respect them, and we love them. And that's it's such an honor to be able to love them. And as you know, I mean, anything that gets that big can become frustrating at times. And you just continuously pray for patience and joy in everything that you do. And God is so faithful to provide that joy and the ability and the opportunities to reach out to these people that you're working with for the eight weeks. Because that is really what we found is the true ministry here is working with people continuously with with God shining through everything that you do. And you, and you have a lot of opportunities for one-on-one conversations mm-hmm. through those eight weeks uh, when you're building set, when you're painting, when you're, when you're spending days and nights together working on a project together. I think that helps break down a lot of barriers and conversations just open up. Absolutely, because I know that I've had conversations um, in, in Christ Memorial with people about God, they'll just ask me a question that they wouldn't have asked in a different environment had they not known who I was, that I love Jesus with everything that I am, and that they're safe. They can ask me a question, or they can ask me to pray for them. They may never have asked a person to pray for them before, but they'll ask me to pray. Or I've had people email me and say, you know, I know this person doesn't go to church. They say, I really appreciated the prayer today that you had before practice because I really needed that. And then those relationships continue. You know, you think this cast is moving away after a show, but they really don't. A lot of friendships linger. And thanks to social media and Facebook and things like that, you're friends for a very long time. And they share things and you pray for them. And it's, it really builds a long-term relationship, not just, uh, not just for the show. The impact of um, the of the community theater also being a ministry, having the opportunity to minister to the people who are coming into your midst there. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your production schedule and how you choose shows and get the shows ready for production. Well, it's actually an interesting growth pattern that we had. We initially started with a sacred show, if you want to call it that, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which was our, our kickoff. But then the several years after that, we did a secular show that was rather large as a musical. And then we started noticing, uh, hey, we can do more. So we did two a year or two events a year. And we used the fall secular show to 
sort of fund and provide an impetus for us to do a spring sacred show. So we either do a concert or a special production that's quite religious in nature in the spring. And because we built relationships in the fall, we often get people to participate in the spring event. And we also, this way, have a funding source for a, a more Christian-oriented show, which is giving us the opportunity to take that next step with the cast, with people who attend, and and see not just a secular event, but a sacred event. And it's also offered for free. And you it's free. Always charge. free to the community. Have you seen God in any unexpected ways through this ministry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it. You know, you, you always say, why am I ever surprised by what God does? But he, even in the littlest, smallest things, he, he amazes me. Like last year, I was putting the set together and I was making the windows for this two-story Victorian home. And, and the next day, I was planning on making the curtains. And I was thinking, all I have is this velvet fabric. It's going to have to cover all these windows because I just don't have the money in the budget to go out and buy some fabric. And then Larry comes in and he says, hey, Diane recycle somebody's trying to get rid of a whole bunch of fabric you know (laughs) you want to go look at it i said heck yeah let's go look at it it was like down the street or something and um it was fabric for curtains it was curtain fabric beautiful shears with these beautiful designs and i was able to make the most amazing curtains the next day which was my plan was to make it the next day and it's like thank you god i mean that couldn't have come from anything else and the really cool thing is this woman actually knew someone that was in the show oh a, a teenager that was dancing in the show. So that was And, and, there, and there's this tangling weave of relationships that you see in retrospect that uh, when we did Susical, we had previously had Day Spring School of the Arts do some shows in our space. And we had met Jaime and Vanessa from Day Spring who do a circus, basically. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. of that relationship, we brought them in to do a circus in Susical. I mean, we just fantastic. had met them. <laughs> it's like, whoa, we know you. Let's do this. And it was great. I mean, there's just, it's constantly like that. There's... It goes back to what you're saying, Diane, about creating relationships. Mm-hmm. That, I, what did you say? The, the uh, intertangle of relationships. Yes. Yeah. That's really it's, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it keeps coming back. People keep coming back. Yeah, And I know that, like I said before, in, in our space, people free feel free, excuse me, to ask for prayer, but being in other shows outside of that, I I barely knew this woman just from the show, but she could tell and she knew that I was a Christian before our first production at this other place. She said, Diane, would you pray with me for the show? And so we went to the side in, in an outside community theater and we prayed for the whole show and we did it every night for that production. And she is now working with us on other shows too at our space, but she'd never worked at Christ Memorial Productions before. And so... It's, it's just neat to be able to be that light out in a world of darkness. And we never know where the Spirit's no. going to lead these people or lead these relationships, but we certainly know we can create the relationships, grow the relationships, and God let the Holy Spirit it. take it from there. Absolutely. What wisdom would you share with others who might be looking to implement a ministry like this? Or maybe they're passionate about something else and they're not quite sure how to get the ball rolling. What would you tell them? Okay, I would say get on your knees and pray, then get on your feet and and let him lead you. Because he will. Yeah. Mm. 
hearing you guys talk about these productions makes me want to get back into the theater and get back on the stage and um, introduce my kids to the theater and and share the beauty of what it means to um, take a group of people and put together a show, um, create something together. I love hearing about how God is working through you guys and hearing the passion in your voices um, for the people that you work with and, and how God is working through your church. You guys are inspirational. Thank you, Larry and Diane, for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. As I'm listening to Larry and Diane talk about the development of this theater production company, it reminds me of a parable Jesus taught in the book of Luke. He was sharing with his disciples about being a good steward of what you've been given. Jesus said, He who is faithful in little is faithful in much. Christ Memorial was faithful with that first theater production, and it turns out God had even bigger things in mind. The ministry has grown to become an award-winning production company that is reaching their community in ways they never could have imagined. But it all began with one act of obedience. How is God calling you to respond in obedience? How will you put action in your ministry Thanks for joining us. I'm Rachel Legute. Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action, and send us an email.